Holiday your heart out at Old Navy. Today only, all hats, gloves, and scarves are 50% off. Plus, get 40% off your entire purchase today at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Hats, gloves, and scarves valid 1120. 40% valid 1115 to 1120. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, you beautiful, amazing, lovely people. You've tuned in to Dr. Low Radio, a new segment. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel, naturopathic doctor. I'm here in San Diego. I see patients locally here and all over the country. Thanks again for joining me for another show. If you guys missed last week's show, it was great with Dr. Dan Kalish. We were talking about how to correct neurotransmitters naturally. And I think we had some really good discussions uh, last week. We talked about how to really balance out your brain chemistry and Maybe don't experiment on yourself. Maybe find a doctor you can work with. But if you're dealing with anxiety and depression and all kinds of things in that realm, there's a lot of answers for you. And the the first choice doesn't have to be antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication. So if you're dealing with anything in that area, if you know someone who is, I highly recommend to pass along that show last week. Um, You can listen to any shows that I've done on drlowradio.com. I think we have 115 or 120 shows or something like that, so we're doing pretty good. And mark your calendars for the next couple shows. Next week, we're going to have Mark Sisson on. We'll be, actually, we haven't had him on in, I think, two or three years now. We'll have Mark Sisson back on to talk about his 21-day Primal Blueprint Challenge and the other projects he has going on. Always fun to have Mark Sisson in the building. He's like just one of my idols. He's such an amazing guy and just so smart, and it'll be a great show for sure. So that's next week on August 26th. And then the following week, we're going to have someone on the show who cracks me up more than most people that I've ever met in my life, and that's Jonathan Baylor. He is just so much fun. Got to meet him a couple weekends ago at JJ Virgin's Mastermind and just cracked me up the whole weekend. So we'll be talking about um, – so, so Jonathan Baylor from The Calorie Myth will be talking about what are calories all about? Is it more than just calories? How do you really drop the pounds? And so that's what we'll be talking about in a couple of weeks, September 2nd. So tune in for that. And I am on cloud nine right now because I just last minute decided to sign up for an amazing event this weekend at um, uh, up in Santa Clara for Brendan Bouchard's World world's greatest speaker training as I stutter through the title world's greatest speaker training um, a friend of mine happened to have a free ticket and I'm just amazed that I was able to make it happen um, so I'm really looking forward to things that will open up out of doing that kind of speaker training I really wanted to be a world-class speaker to be able to get in front of people and really convey my message and I want to be able to move uh, an audience move a crowd so I'm just so excited um, I just feel really blessed it's amazing yesterday was one of those days where it was just kind of myrrh you know it's like just the day wasn't going that great I was just kind of blue just feeling out of it you know how the, you know, those days when that happens I just got to weather the storm because this morning it's like everything just kind of fell on my lap just really good things all around happened today and I'm just feeling really grateful and thankful for that. So, yay. All right, so on to tonight's show. We're talking with a woman who I did get to meet briefly uh, a couple of months ago, and I'm really inspired by the things that she's creating. And we're all busy. We have a lot of things that we're trying to juggle. You know, we, we don't have time to be reading all kinds of health books all the time or even really listen to all the podcasts we want to. I know you, you podcast junkies out there. You can't listen to all the shows you want to. So, I mean, there's ways we got to be able to cut corners and maybe get this information in without, you know, spending hours and hours and hours to do it. And uh, my guest tonight, Susan Marks, has done just that. She's created kind of like a health version of Cliff Notes, which I will admit I was the Cliff Notes queen in high school. I pretty much didn't read any books in high school. I hate to say it, except just stuff I wanted to read. Maybe it was my whole rebellious thing. I didn't want to be told what to read. But I would do Cliff Notes just to get through exams. And um, I just love what, what Susan has put 
it together. Uh, her website is greaterclarity.com, and she's created just this amazing hub of information. You get so much information from all these different health books, like Good Calories, Bad Calories, Prime, or the Paleo Solution, and on and on, and we can talk more about it. And she's condensed it into just kind of like snippets, like what's the real juicy, important things out of it. Um, so amazing stuff. So all about Susan. So Susan is the founder and creator of Greater Clarity, and she believes that everyone, if armed with the right information, can improve his or her own health. As a wellness activist and avid researcher with a keen interest in anti-aging, her desire is to empower you to take control of your well-being and is determined to help you do so by shortcutting your learning process. She does the research so you don't have to. Her rule to live by is we all have an amazing ability to allow our inner light to shine. This transcends time, and no matter how many wrinkles appear on our face, our bright inner light allows us to age gracefully. Our true beauty is reflected outwardly in our gratitude, generosity, and passion. And I totally jive with that. Love it. Susan, thank you so much for being on the show. Welcome to Dr. Lowe Radio. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Dr. Lowe. Of course. It's so good to have you. I just love what you have put together because I know it's going to help me out so much with so much. I mean, there's times I'm just like, I get a headache from all the things I want to learn and I'm just a walking sponge, but I can't do it all. And I'm so grateful for what you put together. So give us a little bit of, let's kind of learn a little bit more about you and what got you into doing this whole thing. And then we'd love to hear more about what is greater clarity, what are health notes and you know, all about it. Okay. Well, um, what got me into it was in my early 40s, I was not living a very healthy lifestyle, you know, burning the candle at both ends, eating a lot of junk food, drinking a lot of diet soda. And, um, and I went to the doctor. And among other things, my doctor told me that I had osteopenia. And I was only 40 years old. And, um, and I had a pretty severe case of osteopenia, which, as you know, is a precursor to osteoporosis. And my doctor really scared me. I mean, she said, yeah, I had the bones of a 70-year-old. And, you know, she said things like, if you're in a car accident and instead of getting whiplash, you could break your neck and you really need to be careful. And it, it, it freaked me out. I mean, she, it really, she scared me. And she put me on a medication that had really severe side effects um, with my esophagus and could even cause cancer. And I, I mean, the medication had its own set of horror stories and side effects. So, but my head was spinning when I left her office. I was feeling completely helpless and uninformed, and I really didn't know what to do. And I wanted to trust her, but I was worried that I was leaving my entire future in the hands of one person's opinion. And, and I just felt helpless and uninformed. And I was a little frustrated with myself for being so unknowledgeable about my own body and that made me feel like I didn't have much of a choice. So, so out of sheer fear, I took the prescription meds, but taking the medication that helps one body part while harming another just didn't seem right to me. And I had a, a, such a strong gut feeling that there had to be another way. And so after a couple of days, I tossed the prescription meds in the trash and and that day kind of changed my entire life because I knew, okay, if you're going to throw them away, what are you going to do? You, you can't do nothing. And I vowed at that point to never be uninformed about my own body again. And I had to get knowledgeable about my body. So I just started reading everything I could and researching and listening to programs like yours. And, and um, that made me realize there's a ton of people out there that want this information but just don't have time to consume it. 
And um, so I, I read over 100 books on health. And I took 50 of the ones that were the most impactful to my life. And, uh, and I, I did like exactly what you said. I made the Cliff Notes version of them and I kind of took out the really crucial important facts and, and boiled them down so that they're kind of in bite-sized pieces. And so I have a library of health notes to really help people get an overall understanding of the systems of their body and, and what they can do to get better health. And that, that really, I became passionate about health. I went from being a, a junk food queen, you know, not getting enough sleep to really becoming passionate about health because although I started reading, out, reading about one subject, you realize that your body is a whole system and, and everything works together. And so you start reading more and more and realizing how it weaves together and every book would would build on what the other book had said and they just kept building and building and and it was really fabulous and I wanted to be able to share all this knowledge with others and that's why I created the product. One thing that's so fascinating to me is I looked at the different books that you read and they a lot of them are very different from each other. I mean, there's got to be so many conflicting bits of information that you're reading. I mean, you're reading, you know, Primal Blueprint and Paleo Solution, then you're eating you're you're reading Eat to Live by Dr. Joel Furman, which is like so different. So, uh, how was that for you reading all these different books and putting them all, you know, compiling them all into smaller um, you know, pieces of um of information. I mean, how did you, did you just get confused, or did you end up being able to kind of take it and, and form your own opinion about it all? That, that's an excellent question um, because we. All, I feel like a lot of us are confused because there's so much information out there, and I purposely put in books like The Paleo Solution and Thrive, which is a book on on vegan nutrition, right? And I, I purposely put those in there because, and I love Mark Sisson's blog. I, it's one of the best blogs around, so I really appreciate what he's done with Primal Blueprint. And um, I, I like what I did is I wanted to read the different books with different opinions because I think that that's the way to grow and learn. And all of our bodies are different. Everyone is different. And what works for someone might not work for someone else. And I tried everything. I tried raw food diets. I tried vegan. I tried paleo. And I had to determine what worked best for me and why, but I wanted to understand why. And I encourage my readers, if you're really hooked on paleo, I encourage you to read Thrive the uh, the vegan nutrition guide. And if you're vegan, I encourage you to read paleo because you'll be surprised what you learn. And um, be, there's, there's valuable information in all of them. And I think what I noticed is there's more that's similar than, than conflicting. So although Thrive tells you not to eat meat and paleo is based on meat, what, what they have in common is that they're really both based on whole foods, whole, real foods, vegetables and fruits, not packaged food, not processed food. And so although there's, there's parts of them that are, that are different, where they overlap is huge. And it's in that overlap that I think you can find some real nuggets of wisdom. And although all these books say something different. It's in the overlap where you can see, when you hear the same thing over and over and over in every book, no matter what, you start to believe there has to be some truth in it. So, mm-hmm. for instance, in both the vegan 
uh, book, Thrive, and in the Paleo Solution, they both say stay away from grains. They both do. And so then you start reading Wheat Belly and you go, well, well, why? And so that's what I thought was really fascinating about this. And that's why I think you can, even if you um, believe one particular way, I would encourage people to stretch themselves, go out of your comfort zone and learn something new. Read something that might be opposing your current position because there may be something you'll learn and you can grow from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's it's. I think people sometimes think that that only paleo has you know adopted the grain free lifestyle, and it's just not the case. I mean, I remember years ago reading um, Rainbow Green Live Food Cuisine by Dr. Gabriel Cousins, um, and that was all about basically veganism, but it was actually you know focusing more on grain free. He talked about maybe grains were really not genetically designed to eat them, and I was it was like mind blowing for me at the time. I was like, what? So I was in the whole realm of eating cereal and lots of pasta and pizza and all that kind of stuff, and um, and I definitely felt better going that way. And now, um, interestingly, I've started adding in more grains actually back into my diet. I know people listening are like, it's blasphemy, but I have. I'm 100% gluten free. I'll never go gluten free, or I'll never go the glu- excuse me the gluten route again. Um, but I've added in quinoa, I've added in some rice, and I feel great. So it just it works for me. Now I don't have leaky gut. I don't have, you know, digestive issues like I did before. So I'm able to handle that and most of my patients I have them go grain free. So I think that it's just that individuality and really knowing how to customize it for people. Um, so it's, it's very interesting. So how many hours did you put into reading books? <laughs> a lot, right? Oh, a lot, yeah. I spent a lot. I spent almost two years um, reading and summarizing the books because I read about 100 and then I boiled it down to 50 that I thought were the most impactful. And the, you know, the authors of these books really have so much good information in them. And although I've done my very best to put the, the juiciest bits of information and the most important nuggets, there's still so much information in each of these books that's really crucial. And mm-hmm. so what a lot of people have told me is that they like the, the health notes because they get a ton of information, but they've also realized that there are some books that they want to buy and, and you know, have on their shelf because they they got a taste of them with the cliff notes and then realized there's so much more in there and they could kind of weed out then which ones they wanted to own and which ones they didn't. I've also right. had people say, oh my gosh, I've had that book sitting on my shelf forever and I've never read it. So thank God for your health notes because I finally got through it. But yeah, it really took me a long time because I wanted to do justice to these, these excellent authors. I have a lot of dust collectors on my bookshelf. I'm one of those like... <laughs> junkie amazon.com book purchasers like if someone says i love this book i will literally go online that moment and buy the book and it'll sit on my shelf so i mean what you put together is especially good for me and actually i forgot to even mention we we have you put together a special for my listeners so tell 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 us about that <laughs> i did for dr low listeners you can go to my website which is greaterclarity.com and uh if you purchase the library of health notes you can enter a coupon, which is Dr. Lowe, D-R-L-O, and you will get 20% off uh, until September 1st. So awesome. feel free to go there and send your friends there and type in the coupon D-R-L-O, Dr. Lowe. So awesome. Thanks for doing that. I really appreciate that. Yeah. 
You're welcome. Yeah, so I would love to hear what are some of your favorite books that you've read. You obviously are uh, an expert on the topic. So, and maybe the ones that were unexpected where you read it and you're like, wow, this is a really good book. What, what were some of your favorites? Okay, that's a, that's a great question. All right, the one that I really didn't want to read because I didn't want to feel like I had to give up wheat was Wheat Belly. So I <laughs> waited and waited and waited and waited until I read that one. And I read it, and it was an awesome book. I loved you give it. Up? And I learned, oh, I did. I learned so much <laughs> from that book. It completely convinced me why I needed to give up wheat, not just, you know, it wasn't just some fad. I really then understood the science behind why, and when I understood why, it wasn't so hard to give it up. And yeah. so that, um, that one made a huge impact on my life. And <laughs> fabulous, I don't know about you, but for me, pretty much my whole life, I've been, you know, up 15 pounds, down 15 pounds, up 10 pounds, yeah. down 10 pounds. And, boy, once I gave up wheat, that just didn't happen anymore. It, the, the whole roller coaster up, down just stopped. And so that was... That was a uh, one I rebelled against, but it was it was really impactful. <laughs> <laughs> you drank the Kool Aid. <laughs> Welcome exactly. to the club. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then I was really um, pleasantly surprised by Thrive, even though I follow Paleo. I was pleasantly surprised by Thrive, the vegan diet, because it gave so much information on other grains that you can eat um, that are that are like probably the ones you're adding back in, like quinoa and amaranth and stuff. So that one was helpful. I I was pleasantly surprised and really kind of blown away by two books on minerals. Um, one was Could It Be B12? And talking about B12 deficiencies. And the other one is The Magnesium Miracle by Dr. Carolyn Dean. And I thought, uh, okay, ho-hum, but they got where they were getting great reviews and I heard so many people talking about them. And I would ask every healthcare professional, every, uh, every doctor, every chiropractor, every acupuncturist, everyone that loved health, what their favorite books were, and those two kept coming up. And boy, could it be B12 and The Magnesium Miracle were two other books that changed my life. I found that wow. personally I was deficient in both. And then um, after being tested by, by my doctor and adding just those two simple minerals made huge changes in my health. So those were also really fascinating books. And I had no idea how many yeah. things in your in your body they you know they they're necessary for. Well, I've never read Magnesium Miracle, but I have heard such great things about it. I'll have to have Dr. Dean on the show and reach out to her. So yeah. thanks for that recommendation. Yeah. Sure. Wow, okay. And then what about um so maybe taking out some of the main tips because obviously you've, you've taken out the nuggets of all these different books. So what are some, some main nuggets that you can pass along? That like, okay, this is something – you did mention like vegetables and real food and all that kind of stuff. Are there any other little interesting little nuggets or health tips that, you know, really stood out? Yeah, yeah, there's a couple. Okay, <laughs> when people ask me this question, they laugh at my first suggestion, but I have to tell you this – and I'm sure you know this as a, as a naturopathic doctor, this will change your life. But for me, what I found to be one of the best health tips ever that really, truly changed my life was to uh, drink high-quality water first thing in the morning. And what I'm talking about specifically is what I do now is I have a ginormous glass of water, like 24 ounces of water, just room temperature, high-quality water, sitting on my nightstand. And when I wake up in the morning... 
before my feet hit the ground, I down that entire 24 ounces of room temperature water. And then I don't do anything else. I don't, well, I, I do stuff. I take a shower and I get ready. But I don't um, take any supplements. I don't take any vitamins. I don't drink any coffee or tea. I do nothing for 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was first told this tip, I'm like, really? Can that really make such a big difference? And wow, I... And then, of course, you still need to drink your eight glasses of water, eight or ten glasses of water during the day. But if you wake up and start with room temperature water and drink it first thing in the morning without putting anything else in your system, you'll be amazed in a month what happens. Nothing will really happen for the first two or three weeks because we're all so chronically dehydrated. But yeah. if, you, um, if you think of, and, and this is what really helped, helped me think about it, if you think of a grape versus a raisin, and then you realize that, you know, our brains are like 75, 80% water and our eyes are 80 or 90% water. Think of a grape and a raisin. Do you really want that type of dehydration in your eyes and your brain and your body? And so what I first started noticing is my skin got much more clear. My wrinkles uh, were not nearly as bad as they were before I was dehydrated. So I, if you're going to do this, take a picture of yourself on your iPhone. And um, you'll notice your face will look different in 30 days. My, um, I didn't have quite the memory fog. I had a little bit more energy. I was amazed what water, that much extra water in the morning will do. And so now it's one of those habits that, um, that no matter where I am in the world, no matter what I'm doing, I drink my water. So do you put the- lemon in the water or just straight up water? And what kind of water? Uh, well, I, I personally drink um, alkaline water. I have an mm-hmm. alkalinizer in my house, so I have purified alkaline water. And I don't put a lemon in the first thing in the morning, although I think that would be fine. But I do in my water throughout the day, and I only drink water. I have, I've kicked my diet, so to have it. And um, I only drink water. I'll drink occasional iced tea now and then. But, um, but I, in the first thing in the morning, I don't. I just keep it plain. Wow. But what are your thoughts That's on that? No, I think it's great. I'm I'm inspired to do the same. I want to do it too. I mean, there's times I'm like, oh, I haven't had water today. Interesting. It's like 5 p.m. So, and I recommend it all day to patients, but it's like, you know, practice what you preach. So I'm going to start doing right. that tomorrow, and I will give you the update. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, that's great. And it's it's weird. At first you think, oh, my God, this is so much water. But I was I was. I was really kind of blown away, honestly, by the big impact it made. It didn't make a little impact on me. It made a big impact. And maybe it's because I was so dehydrated. But um, I have a friend who had, once she started doing it, she had way fewer asthma attacks. My aunt is 84, and she she did it, and it lowered her blood pressure and her migraines went away. I mean, you know, these are are just people I know. I don't have scientific studies that I've done on it, but one of the – the books that um, I've summarized is called Your Body's Many Cries for Water. Oh, and yeah, I was going to ask you about that book. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's another great book that it really explains all the reasons why you need water. I, I mean, I don't know about you, Dr. Lowe, but I do not have a green thumb. I'm a, I'm a terrible gardener. I so kill all of land. them so bad. <laughs> Me, too. Oh. <laughs> Me too. So there's always a half-dead plant in my house. And, you know, it's amazing how quickly you can revive it, right, by just watering the thing. And I think, oh, Susan, how I know, right? It's amazing. I need you to I need you to read a really good gardening book and then write the snippets for me. <laughs> I really there you go. 
<laughs> there you go. And so I, I have think you read the with book? our bodies. Yeah, oh, completely, completely. And I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm staying in a, a, a friend's place for about a month or two, and I'm watering her plants, and I'm, and she told me, she goes, I need you to water these, like, you know, two or three times a week, and I'll forget sometimes. So then I'm, I look at it, I'm like, oh, crap, they're falling apart, they're, I think they're dead, and I'll water it, and it's like, okay, I'm good, and I'll, you know, go another almost week, and then it's like, it's just so bad, but. Um, well, and I think that's how we treat our bodies, so it'll be awesome to see what you say after, uh, after 30 days of starting with water well and then I am kind of known as you know the poop queen I never shy away from a good poop conversation so I'm sure it also (laughs) moves things in that area as well doesn't it Uh, well yes and so since you brought it up um, (laughs) (laughs) well when I first came across this little tip I was on vacation and vacation is the worst time for me with constipation and um, one of the gals I was with is a naturopathic doctor and she's the one that told me to to try this and I thought "Mm, whatever I mean I've tried everything for constipation so I don't think a little glass of water in the morning big glass of water in the morning is going to make much of a difference made all the difference in the world. Hmm. Really cool. So, yeah. Did you want to go more now into that? Now that you know I'm a little kidding. bit more about me than you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so um, also taking it a step further with water conversation, have you read the book um, The Case Against Fluoride by chance? Because I can't seem to get myself to read it because it's just, I don't know, there's something about it, but I would love to get the snippets on that one. You know, I have not read that book. I have read quite a bit about fluoride in our water and all the politics behind it. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons why I do drink filtered water um, is because of the fluoride. I think it's it's not healthy for us. I wouldn't, personally, I wouldn't drink tap water um, unless I absolutely had to. So. Yeah, what about I think, MSG? I, think, I know that's something we were. I know that you know you sent me over a couple you know potential things to talk about, and and then one of the things that we were looking at is doing MSG, aspartame, excitotoxins. Did you read any yeah. books on that? And you know what were you able to pull out of that? Mm-hmm. There's a really excellent book called Excitotoxins: The Taste That Kills, and it's written by Dr. Russell Blaylock, who's a neurologist, and. Both of his parents were stricken with Parkinson's. And so the reason that he really dug into this research was to find out what was going on with his parents. And so he dug deep into what was going on with the brain and excitotoxins and MSG. I mean, we've all heard that MSG is bad for us, but although I don't know that we really know why, we've just heard it's bad for us. But the reason it's bad for us is it's an excitotoxin. And That's a name designated by scientists for a toxin that literally excites your brain cells to death. So when when an excitotoxin like MSG crosses your blood-brain barrier and hits your brain cells, it starts exciting them and literally exciting them until they die. And once that process starts, it can't be stopped. And what's interesting is we all know MSG is bad, but we don't realize how many things are in our food that are actual excitotoxins because they can be labeled under 14 different names. And we don't even know what most of those are. So for instance, if if you were to go check your pantry right now and look at a can of soup or a can of chili, you'll probably see an ingredient on there called hydrolyzed vegetable protein which mm. sounds kind of innocent, doesn't it? Yeah. So, 
a hydrolyzed vegetable protein sounds innocent, but it's an excitotoxin. And it's actually even more damaging than MSG because it not only contains MSG, but it contains three other known excitotoxins. So it's really quite a damaging product. And, and um, aspartame, you know, the equal in the little blue packets, aspartame, which is in so many diet sodas, is also an excitotoxin. And so I just don't think you want to drink neurotoxins. And oftentimes, people who have headaches will give up MSG and artificial sweeteners and their headaches will go away. And wow. so it's a, that's another one that's really important if you want to maintain long-term brain health to stay away from excitotoxins. And so the note, the uh, health note that I did on excitotoxins lists all of those hidden names, you know, like hydrolyzed vegetable protein um, and, and all the other names that are, that are kind of hidden names for MSG. So there are actual products that have no MSG written on the label, but when you check the ingredients, you'll find all sorts of excitotoxins in there. So wow. you, you know, <laughs> yeah. So that's a good one to to be aware of. What about Splenda? I know that's kind of like the glorified, you know, sugar alternative now. Did you, did you read anything on Splenda? Yeah, I've, I've read quite a bit on Splenda. I don't have a, there's no particular book that was written on Splenda. And and if you're going to eat a chemical artificial sweetener, I I suppose that's the least of the evil ones. But really the best thing to do would be to have stevia. And you can get stevia now in drops. You can get it in little packets. It's so much better than any of the artificial sweeteners because Splenda is still has chemicals in it. It doesn't have – it's not the excitotoxins like aspartame, but it still has chemicals in it, whereas stevia is all natural. Mm-hmm. And um, there's another product. If you bake, which I'm not much of a baker, but you can't really bake with stevia or cook with stevia – but there's another product called Lacanto, L-A-K-A-N-T-O, and that's made from the monk fruit, and you can actually cook with that one. So it's a low glycemic natural sugar that you can cook with. So that's an interesting one to look at. I actually just heard about monk fruit, I think two weeks ago, I was at um, JJ Virgin's uh, PBS taping, and they were, they were handing out... Um, I think it was like ice cream bars that had monk fruit. It was sweetened with monk fruit. So that's cool. I just oh. learned about that myself. Yeah. yeah. Did you, oh, do you like cool. the taste of it? I do, actually. It's, I, I, I do like the taste of it, and I've acquired a taste for stevia. I didn't really like stevia at first, but now I do. So, um, But mostly I, I try to not – once you stop eating – it's like wheat. Once you stop – when you're eating wheat, you just crave more and more and more. But once you stop eating it, you don't crave it anymore. And same is true with sweet stuff. It takes a while to stop, you know. But once you stop, you just don't crave it anymore, and that's the nice yeah, thing. It's true, totally true. Well, one of the things I'm pretty obsessed with is personal development and, you know, books on mindset and growth and all that kind of stuff. Did you cover any of that, or was it mostly health stuff, anything like on mental health or mindset? Yeah, I I did cover a couple on mental health. Um, one was more technical called Anatomy of an Epidemic, and that one is particularly about pharmaceutical antidepressants and how the side effects of those. And, and I, you know, I loved what you said at the beginning of the show with your show last week that there are alternatives. And, again, the whole purpose of health notes is to help people be informed and educated. And, and it, if people knew that by taking antidepressants they could become 
more depressed, they might right. not be so quick to take them. And so I, I have that one in there that's more medical based. But then I have I'm a long term I'm a, I'm a long time meditator and I'm a yoga instructor. And so I have a book in there also called um, The Buddha's Brain, which is written by a neurologist and a neuroscientist, and they're also long-term meditators, long-time meditators as well. And so, um, so the 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 neurologist that wrote it also teaches meditation at San Quentin, but it's called Buddha's Brain: The Practical Neuroscience of Happiness, Love, and Wisdom. And what I like about it is it explains scientifically what meditation does for your brain and how it lowers stress and lowers cortisol and meditation actually increases the gray matter in your brain. So I really liked that book because I've always just sort of known in my gut how beneficial meditation is, but it was really nice to understand the science behind it. And so that that was one of my favorites, that it's a little bit um, not quite a pure, it's really a wellness book, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm looking here on your website. Uh, let's see, a hundred year lie. That's a great one. Um, and then the uh, I, I've never read the effortless sleep method. What any anything from that that you can pull out, or any other sleep tips that you were able to to pick up? Uh, the effortless sleep method is is a good one. It's so much about the mindset of people with insomnia and and how important it is to to change your mindset. And there are some ideas and some exercises in there to help you uh, help you sleep better. And I think I know um, as an as a naturopath, I know that you've got all sorts of of helpful things that will are natural ways to help people sleep. Um, but sleep is so important to us, and I think we, well, we as a country probably get less sleep than most, but we grossly underestimate how important sleep is to our health. Do you, do you want to add anything to that as far as what you tell your patients about sleep? You know, I've been actually wanting to do a show on just insomnia, so I'm, I think I might have to dive into a lot more specifics with that, and that's a reminder for me. I'm going to make a note of that because I want to do like a whole hour-long segment all about insomnia, what causes it, what you know contributes to it, what um, what you can do naturally, what are you know common mistakes people make. So I think there's probably a whole show that can come from that. I would say. I that's a great idea, and I think it would be helpful to so many people because getting losing sleep can literally take years off your life. So yeah. and it, it is so much more complicated than just um, you know there's mindset there's cortisol levels there's all sorts of things that that can affect how you sleep so yeah. um, so we good, did yeah, do I a show with into that radio Wiley show. yeah <laughs> yeah and I, I got to think of who I want to have on that but we did do a show with T S Wiley as she wrote the book Lights Out and that was a great one have you read the book Lights Out before. I have not read that one. I'm going to have to go look up your radio show, radio show on that. I'll look in your archives. Yeah, yeah, you would like that a lot. So now, now that you've finished this product, is, is that it for you? Are you no longer reading anymore? Or are you still adding some more <laughs> books to your repertoire? <laughs> I'm not adding any more at the moment. Um, I'm working on a couple of, of, of other things that are based around the information in these books. It's a lot of information. Um, 50 yeah. books has a, it's a ton of information. So I'm not adding any more at the moment. Um, 
And it takes, it's, you know, the people that have it, they love them, and it takes them a bit of time to consume them as well. So you can in, in, listen to an entire book in 30 minutes, which is great, or you can read it if, if you're more of a reader, if you learn better by reading. So it's, it's 10 or 12 pages that you can read or 30 minutes that you can listen to in the car. Um, and and it's, it's, some of them are real classics that are important to just have the basic information, and then some of them are newer. So this library should keep people going for a while. <laughs> you know, I'm looking here at um, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. I've actually been wanting to read that for so long, and I, I tell patients to read it all the time, but I actually have, have, haven't actually read it. So that's great. And, and I, I kind of spaced on that you do the audio uh, recording of, of the snippets too. I think that's so awesome because there's people who just don't like to read, so it's brilliant that you did that. I, I learn much better from an audio. I learn yeah. better. I love listening to radio. I love listening to podcasts, books on tape. In my car, I'm always listening to something. And so, yeah, the audio version is available on all of these, the audio version or the PDF version, whichever is easiest for people. Mm-hmm. And then the... Um Chris Carr also, her, her Crazy Sexy Cancer Tips. How was that book? I haven't read that. I loved that book. Um, that was a really, I thought that was a really inspirational book. And so whether you have cancer or not, whether you know people that have had cancer or not, it is a an uplifting, inspiring book. And so it, it was a, it, that was a fun one to do the notes on. Mm-hmm. And it's I a pretty her, heavy talk, you know. Yeah. I love it too. Her blog is fantastic. And her branding is just so good, just the colors and the artistic take on everything. It's just yeah. totally the way I would want to do my book. And actually, I will, I will spill some really exciting news. I had an email sent to me today of someone who um, is represented by a publisher, and she's really interested in talking to me about having my first book come out. So, and I have friends who have you know, kind of some uh, opinions about going that route versus maybe doing an e-book or whatever. But, um, so I'm excited about looking at that as a possibility. So, so yeah, but Chris Carr, her 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 branding is just beautiful and just gorgeous. Her book, so very inspired. I, I Yeah, I don't want I it to be agree. fun. Well, congratulations you know, really fun on that email. That's exciting. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with you. Chris Carr's blog is great. Her information is great. I just printed out something she did the other day on what's the best juicer and why, and it was really helpful. So, so what um, was the yeah, best one? Got, Do you remember? <laughs> well, it depends on if you if you. Um, I already have a Breville, and I really like it. But there's a – gosh, I can't remember the name of it. But there's one that you press, so there's no heat, and it, it, a lot more juice comes out. And um, even Chris – it's pretty expensive, and even Chris Carr said it's the one she dreams about, but she doesn't have yet. <laughs> oh, wow. It must so, be really expensive then. <laughs> I know. It's a, you'll have to go look at it. She did a little um, infographic on it. So it's a pretty recent one. So take a look at, 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 at uh, Chris Carr's blog and find out her – Info infographic on on juicers and maybe you could put it on your website or something. It's a good one. Yeah, I will. So, what were um, any other um, things you loved that you got out of these books? Any other books that you know were highlights for you, or you know, other nuggets? Well, what was really fascinating for me, which I didn't expect, is how the information from one would weave into another. And so, and sometimes you'll read something. And it doesn't have much of an impact, but then you'll read it a different way and a different way and keep hearing it over and over and you re- it starts to click and you start to understand why that's important. And so what happened for me is the more I read, the more I realized what was important because it was weaving in and out of each book. And then I tried to get books in there 
that had something for everyone. So one of the books that I, I wrote notes on was The Great Cholesterol Myths. And mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with cholesterol. I don't have an issue with heart disease, but I have friends that do. And I thought it would be a good one to put in there because it's such a big issue in the, in the United States and in the world. And wow, I learned so much from that book. And I really enjoyed it. And, and that's one of those people can really help their own health if they're armed with good information because it, there's, there's information in there that tells you exactly why it's important to, to make sure your doctor is giving you cholesterol tests that not just test your cholesterol levels, but the particle size of, mm-hmm. of your cholesterol and how critical that is. And some doctors do that, but, but not, not many. And once you realize why that's important, then you'll, take, you'll, go, you'll be more informed when you go to your doctor. And mm-hmm. so, um, so I, I was pleasantly surprised by some of the books that I read and the information that was in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love testing that for patients, especially if they've never had that tested before from their doctors. And it can be very um, empowering to to have a patient yeah. who had you know high LDL and always thought it was just like they're a ticking time bomb, like they're going to drop dead from a heart attack. And then we go ahead and do particle size testing, and they have the kind of LDL that's like the big puffy clouds but doesn't cause any problems. Whereas someone else might have the same level of LDL and they have the, the dense you know little bullets that get into the blood vessel walls and then contribute to plaque formation and atherosclerosis, and it's a very, very different animal. So, yeah, I think that's so empowering for people to know the difference from that and not just be a victim to a cholesterol panel. Right, right. Yeah, that's, I'm so glad to hear you say that. And I love that you use the words not just be a victim because sometimes when we're not, when we don't even know what to look for on our own tests, then we do just feel helpless. And that's how I felt when I went to the doctor. I really felt helpless. And mm-hmm. I, I liked that doctor. You know, she was doing the best she could. She gave me what she thought her best advice was. I did go get other opinions from other doctors, and I found things that fit my life more. And so I did give up that medication, and I found other ways without side effects to help myself. But at the time, I couldn't do that because I didn't have the information. I wasn't empowered with it. And if you have any cholesterol issues, it would be great to read the book, The Great Cholesterol Myth, because you will learn so much about cholesterol, what your blood tests mean, and and what you should be doing, and if you should even really be worried or not, because the worry and stress... We'll always make everything worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we know that there's cultures all around the world that have their cholesterol in the 230s and 240s and have no heart disease or stroke or cancer or diabetes, and it's just it's not a problem. So, you know, right. high cholesterol does not equal heart disease and death, and I, I think that's a very important takeaway to really get. Yes, I'm so glad you said that. As a matter of fact, one of the um, one of the statistics in that book is that 50% of the people that have heart attacks have perfectly normal levels of cholesterol. And Mm, 50% of the people that have high cholesterol don't have heart attacks. So so statistically, there's like, what's the correlation here? Is there one? So you're right. So many people with what we used to think is high cholesterol that isn't really as dangerous as, as we thought, depending upon the particle size. Yeah, as I tell my patients, you know, there's important other things you got to look at, like how's your homocysteine? That's your marker of heart disease and stroke mm-hmm. risk. How's your CRP? That's inflammation. 
You know, how's your blood sugar? How's your hemoglobin A1C? How's, you know, all of that. I mean, there's a lot of other things to look at versus just villainizing, you know, cholesterol. And really, cholesterol is the villain right now. There'll be something else in 5, 10, 20 years that we you know, think is the worst thing ever. And we find that it's something your body makes that's actually really important, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So it's, it's always how it goes. So wow, well I I'm just I'm really excited to to dig into what you put together, especially the audio things now that I got a refresher that that's what you do. It's more than just the the written stuff. I think that's just genius. So um, I'm really excited to dig into some of these books that I've been wanting to read for years that haven't done it. So thank you for your hundreds and maybe thousands of hours you put into this. It's, it's um. <laughs> You know, it's a really big contribution to all of us who are total, you know, nerds and love learning. So thanks for doing that. You're welcome. You know what, you, you, you're absolutely right. It is for those of us that love learning. And um, it takes, I was surprised about this. That's how I, that's, I guess this is why it took me so long. It takes about, uh, it takes the average person about seven and a half hours to read an average size book, like a 270-page book takes about seven and a half hours. And so you, in the time that it would take you to read two regular books, you could listen to and get all the information from all 50 health notes. So it is a huge time saver. That's awesome. It's a road trip, and you come back just like Rain Man. (laughs) 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 Oh, I love it. Susan, any parting words for our listeners? And also, where can people get um, the health notes again? So go to greaterclarity.com, and you can get the health notes there. And make sure that you, um, on the checkout site, make sure that you enter the coupon code Dr. Lowe, D-R-L-O, so that you can get a 20% discount, which will last until September 1st. And so it's greaterclarity.com. And Dr. Lowe, I thoroughly enjoyed being on your show. Thank you so much for having me, and I can't wait to tune in next week and listen to Mark Sisson. So thank you so very much. You're so welcome. Thanks so much, and looking forward to having you back on to talk about your next project. And uh, yeah, keep me in the loop with all of that. (laughs) Okay, great. Thank you so much. Uh Uh-huh. All right, you guys, that's our show. That was Susan Marks over at greaterclarity.com. Thanks for listening, and mark your calendars next week. We'll be having Mark Sisson on the show to talk about his fun new projects he's doing, and I am off to San Jose tomorrow to check out the world-class speaker training from Brendan Bouchard. Very excited about that. So I'll give you guys an update next week. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Be healthy, and I will chat with you then. Thanks. Bye. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. Get ready for hard work, for high expectations, for high fives, for you've got this, for I did it, for you're hired, you've got it in you. Now let us bring it out of you. If you're as serious about your success as we are, bring it. 
Visit rmu.edu today. Robert Morris University. Get ready.